You're listening to Biz Quick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. Biz Quick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real-world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Hello, and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And on today's show, we have Dr. Davia Kucher. She's a mental health practitioner who specializes in aligning business owners and their teams so that they can move forward and grow together with sanity. She's been in private practice for seven years and she's pretty, she's pretty awesome. But before we bring her in, we're going to talk a little bit about alignment between the two of us. Well, I'm going to say she's also an expert at being on clubhouse because she is. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that's all that Julie talks about is that's Davia not- and clubhouse puppy heart and Callie and Corey (laughs) and I got I've got my clubhouse squad yes that's true but yes uh you got yourself a team though I do yeah so let's talk about that aligning the team yeah um great great topic and I I think rather than talking about aligning my clubhouse team I would like to talk about aligning our team well it's just the two of us right on yeah but I mean let's be real we've had We've had some instances where we've not been in alignment. Yeah. Yeah. We're going down one path and I'll be like, wait, what? I think that we're going through that still right now. Are we? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. Why do you, why do you think that? I'm still not sure which tool we're using to sell our products. (laughs) Me. I'm the tool. All right. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, you know, I think the first the most prominent instance of us not being in alignment that I can recall is the biggest one for us was when we were writing the book, when we sat down with Jim House, the book carver, and we were mapping out the book and it became so clear to me that we had such different ideas of what we were writing and like why we were writing it, right? Well, not the why, because we were in alignment on the why, but the what. And I can remember, I got to a point where I was like, I kind of wanted to take my ball and go home. If I- Yeah, you just shut down. (laughs) And and to to be honest, I told you up front, I was like, I can be a bully and I will steamroll when I can steamroll. Yes. And I certainly did. I know, but you know, I had known you, I feel like I've known you forever, but I, I, I had known you for years at that point. And that was the first time I ever saw it where I was just like, who is this guy? Right. And the funny part is we go through this, like what, two and a half day, three day exercise with Jim and we get kind of to the end of it. And you're like, yeah, this is exactly the book I thought we were writing when we started three days ago. And it was so different than what I thought we were going to be doing. I know it's hilarious. I get what I want. (laughs) always i don't know maybe i i I guess maybe i'm just maybe i'm easy for you to see no i'm it's it's pretty much everybody (laughs) uh yeah i I, yeah i don't know but but like getting uh everybody in alignment whether or not they agree with that is still important because like if you are the leader of your business like not saying that i'm the leader but i'm the leader but i'm not the leader (laughs) i'm the leader (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> but like, like, owning a business, you got to make sure that everybody's on the same page with you. And mm-hmm. for better or for worse, it's, you know, you're all moving in the same direction. Yeah. And that, so what are some of the signs to look for when, like, you know, just like for us, for example, when you know that we're not in alignment, that we're moving in different directions? Are there obvious signs? Um, I mean, yes and no. It's uh, it's hard to say because like we're so in tune with so many things that if if I say something or do something or vice versa, and the other person just goes with it, then you're like, okay, cool. That's uh, I guess that's what we're doing. But then you got to wonder. You're like, wait, did they did they just give up? Did they quit? Did they like? you know, yeah. like, are they not, do they even care about whatever it is that we're working on right now? Well, you know, yeah. And not everything can be a hill, right? Like there are some things like you're like, I want to do it this way or we're doing it this way. And I'm like, man, not a hill for me. Don't care. Like how we solve things technically on the back end. I don't usually have an opinion because I don't have to do that work, right? Your IT support. Yeah. And <laughs> your sales and marketing. So I'm like, oh, you want another image there? Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen, put that in the square hole. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I, but I also, you said something to me the other night that is, I, it made me laugh when you said it, but it's rings really true. And I think we both do it. It's this sometimes to get what we want, we use emotional manipulation, right? Like, and I didn't, I really don't think I do it on purpose, but sometimes when I really need to get you to the page that I'm on and you don't want to be there, I will manipulate you. Oh yeah. Yes, you will. Also, <laughs> are you always aware of what's happening? Yes. And the thing that annoys me the most is when I know that you're doing it and I don't even care and you just keep doing it. I'm like, just, I, I agree with you. Just stop. Just stop. I agree. I you know, and this is going to sound so terrible. And honestly, feminists across the world are going to be so pissed when I say this. The easiest way to manipulate you is to cry. Oh God, <laughs> that's terrible, right? As a as a business owner, as a leader, like I should never admit that. But sometimes I have to because you know you're... what the sad thing is. What I've had more men cry in front of me than I've had women, <laughs> and I was a dick <laughs> in my earlier life as a restaurant owner and and manager um and i've had more men cry in front of me which is weird that is totally (laughs) weird like making a woman cry like okay i don't know yeah maybe i did go out of my way sometimes but (laughs) (laughs) but man when you have like a grown-ass man who has children like crying in front of you it's it's weird it yeah i would say it it, I would say it is weird. Probably a little uncomfortable for you. I know how uncomfortable you get with emotions in general. Yeah. So do you just slowly start to back out of the room? Yeah, just no, I just look the other. <laughs> like a look, a squirrel. <laughs> look, there's a spider on the yeah. wall. Yeah, but I think, you know, when you are, when you're the leader or you are, you know, as we are, you know, partners in this business, leading it together, like making sure that we're moving in the same direction is, it's really important. Yeah. And I can feel it when we're not. And it's, it's good to get that feedback as well, because if you think you're going in the right direction, but your team doesn't, there might be a reason why. Yeah. Because you're, you know, not moving in the right direction. Yeah. So. I know it's one of the reasons, like I have some friends who think we're nuts that every Monday we have a three hour staff meeting, right? They're like, what could you possibly have to talk about for three hours? But 
I'm like that every Monday, Julie. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But there's just two of us and we're doing a lot of work. And so there's a lot of ground to cover and you want to make sure that we really are moving in the right direction, doing the right things and we're on the same page. So to me that that Monday staff meeting is one of the most important things that we do because it sort of recertifies our alignment every single week. And then still sometimes by Wednesday, we're like, wait, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know why I take notes anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't change direction that often. Although I, you know, I'm happy as hell this week because we're making tons of website changes. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It is a thing. It is. I admit it. So, all right. Well, we should probably wrap up so that we can bring in Dr. D and um, spend some time talking to her about alignment. Yes, let's do that. All right. We will be back after this break. Hey, everyone. We wanted to tell you about our latest course, Foundation 52, that will be available on February 15th. This course is built to provide tools and techniques every week of the year and is designed to improve your small business. If you're thinking about starting a business, this is a great resource for you as well. We walk you through sales, customer service, disaster planning, growth strategies, and so much more. Head on over to SB Pace to sign up today. Welcome back to the show. We have Dr. Davia with us. Welcome, Dr. D. How are you? Oh, I'm doing awesome. Thank you, Julie and Corey. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Yes. So you're a concierge practice therapist. What the hell is that? What does that mean? Why do people care? Well, people care because like we, especially in the business and, and, and the growth space, there's such a stigma around mental health. And I really believe that as business owners, when we're going through our life cycle, in, in the stages of within our business and as we're taking on employees and we're going through the growth pains, there needs to be people who come alongside you and help you accomplish your goals. Like I use the sustainable scale sanely as an important model because you are not going to book an appointment for, with me to talk about why you're mad at your dad. And in the middle of a scale, like we need to be able to diagnose, treat and release the issues related to your business and the relationships within your business. So we can get all the kinks, so to speak, worked out so that things move forward at the fast pace of scale. And you're saying through the process and it makes sense. Okay. Um, And so that the benefit to you as an owner is that it's, it's really smarter, not harder. And you find yourself interacting with your business again, your employees in a different way, your management team is empowered to, to get innovative and a little bit creative and your employees feel like you really have their back and the end result of that, man, your customer gets an experience. And so it it is something that I, I really, uh, came into as, just serving the needs of those closest to me and watching the results manifest. And and there's such a need when when we talk about um, really mindset, mental health strategy, like leadership, you need to have 
your all your eggs in the carton in order for things to move smooth. And when things are not moving smooth, you need to have an opportunity or an ability to reach out and really have that, that professional space to be understood and to work through the things. Does that make sense? That does. That was a mouthful. That was a lot. But yeah, that, that completely makes sense. So basically you're taking leadership teams, working with them either as a team or, as in, or individuals to help them make sure they're focusing on the right things to grow and solving the right problems to grow and scale their businesses? Absolutely. And yeah, that's, I, mean, I think that's a really important thing for entrepreneurs to think about because you, you spend so much time focused on sales, on revenue, on, you know, expanding your market, all of that, like, like the, the headspace that goes along with owning a mm -hmm. business, like the, like how that affects your, your company's culture is, I mean, it, it's a huge part of it. 100%. And, and, and I, and I really think like when, when we work from the head down through the rest of the body, like the, the, being you, the owner, your company is like the rest of the body when, when you are on point and then we can address the other parts of the body. Like, man, that culture is snapped in and, and really it makes for that brand alignment and not just having like, oh, we, ha we, have a, we have a mission statement. We have some core values. No, like those are the fundamentals. And, and ooh, it, it's just so amazing how just being able to innovate and being willing to allow this pro the opportunity to have this for yourself as an entrepreneur can really transform yourself, how you interact with your employees, how you're connecting with like colleagues. Um, how you're networking and how you're retaining the best talent. Yep. How you um, show up for other people in your business or even for, for your family or for your friends is really, it's important. And I think when, when you're talking to entrepreneurs, small business owners, right, which is who we serve, mm -hmm. there's a lot of times you're battling all these things on your own in your head, right? And let's face it, you go through rough seasons as business owners where things aren't going well, sales are dipping, revenues down, the bills are still coming in and you're kind of starting to, it's almost like you're just, you're paddling that boat as fast as you can or doing that doggy paddle if you're completely in the water and you're, <laughs> and you're trying to move and you're just kind of beating yourself up in the process. And there's, it's so important to have the right headspace to get through that. Yes. And it's like, it, you know, when things are not going right, we have to address them. Like not everything is happy clappy. And so when it's not happy clappy, if we can get to the root of it and, and help put some supports around you, you can recover a lot faster. And so those obstacles don't become standstills for you in your business. What is a, what's a typical engagement look like with you? So like if, if Corey and I were going to hire you, what does that look like for, for one of your clients? So it, it very much uses like, I call the diagnose, treat and release formatting because 
we are accomplishing um, the the fundam- some of the fundamentals of therapeutics, but what does your outcome look like? And so it's designed to be really intensive in that, like I'm coming in and I'm literally hanging out with you in your business, getting to know your brand, getting to know what you're doing, how you're operating. And um, it's, it's 30 days. It's a 30 day process. And um, we are, you know, we're uh, popping open the hood. We're checking out all the parts and we really get into, are you reacting to your business or are you interacting with your business? Um, from there, it's what are your relationships with your employees look like? What do you, what are your private and personal, like, what are your personal relationships looking like? And the other question that I ask that tends to pe- like trip people up is like, are you connecting and networking with potential colleagues or do you look at people like their competition? And that it, it seems to be like such a huge stumbling block for, for a lot of entrepreneurs it is willing to engage, not just go really to go beyond that networking phase and relinquish some, some self-control in order for strategic partnerships, collaborations, and joint ventures to happen. And that actually helps your, your sales revenue and growth. Yeah. I think, you know, what you made me, what, what triggered for me, that last comment that you just said about the, you know, the, the networking and connecting is for people who are just getting into entrepreneurship and starting a business and how important it is that they have a network of people, but how hard that network is to find for some people, because you tend to look at the people that you know, and that you've leaned on your whole life for other things, right? So you're looking at your family or your college buddies or your friends that you've had since first grade, and they're probably not going to be the people that you need to network and connect with to really grow that business and get you started. And I think most people, we made that mistake, right? Yeah. Like you just, you need to look at other people and, and find almost like you have to build a new network. 100%. And you'll find that if you, if you allow yourself the opportunity to do that, there's going to be so much less strain on yourself and your relationships with your friends and family, because you can't expect those closest to you to really wrap their heads around what you're doing in the first place. Yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely true. Uh, I, I mean, I was in restaurants for years and and to this day, I don't think that anybody in my family understands exactly what it is, except my sister-in-law, because she worked in restaurants for years. Um, but one of the questions that I, I had for you is, uh, along those lines is like, for me, I almost enjoy stress. I, mm-hmm. I feel important when I'm putting out fires, <laughs> um, you know, and it, it, it I mean, it, it makes me happy at what I'm doing. Cause like I can walk into any situation and, you know, in a restaurant and say, okay, here's all the things that we're going to do to fix all of these problems. But I know deep down that that's not the best way to manage because I need to, you know, uh, empower, empower people, uh, yeah. know, delegate, mm-hmm. whatever it is. How would you deal with somebody like myself? So we want to talk about what your, what your strengths are. So within the dumpster fire nation, like which are, which are the best type of dumpster fires for you to put out? 
which are the ones that like at the end of the day is not difficult for you to solve and, and you achieve results. And then we're going to address where you suck at. Like what, where are the, what, what areas of dumpster fires are you creating like an inferno, right? And so knowing the, knowing the distinction and the difference between the two will not only help you understand where, which dumpster fires you should be putting out, but what are, or who are the, um, the, like your JV team, who are partners or co like collaborations, like product technology, software, VAs, and outsourcing, things that you can delegate comfortably and, and know that that, go, that really supplements, honestly, where you suck. Because you think like, yeah, I'm great at putting out all those dumpster fires. And you're like, well, wait, um, some of those turn into infernos, man. Like after, wow, that's a lot of damage. And you're like, well, you know, maybe if I would have invested in a, a VA or if I invested in a project manager or, or maybe if I, you know, had this, uh, I had an app or some software like that could do this thing for me, um, I wouldn't even have to address that particular dumpster fire. And so it, it gives you a visual, you know, what we do is we focus on your strengths and weaknesses with your weaknesses being how can we supplement it and you're not you clearly aren't dealing with it and when it happens we got the backup plan for that so it's smarter not harder you like stress your full octane then let let's utilize that full throttle octane in exactly the areas of genius and where you're the greatest at putting out fires and then let's take a look at your team and see where they're great at putting out fires and then we implement strategies for how you can slowly allow those your team your team members or your employees that are great are that putting out the areas that you're not great at opportunities to show you that they're totally capable of doing it and man it it's all the things it's it's just it's a process right because when you're used to have you know you're used to being the one that like I got it I got it I got my you know, I got my firefighting gear on, like I got my truck, I got my spray foam, like I got all of this. And then you realize um, when you start adapting or um, delegating and promoting from within, all of a sudden you turn around, you're like, yep, we got all four squares covered and somebody's hitting the roof and we are getting this fire out in like half the time. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. Um the, that orchestrated chaos, it, mm -hmm. it, it makes, makes people feel like they're in control. And mm -hmm. yeah, at some point though, you have to address the fires, right? Like there shouldn't be fires, right? So we can, a, like you need to implement the processes and look at the strengths of the leadership and of the team. And mm -hmm. How do we get fewer fires to put out, right? Because I yeah. You want to streamline everything so that you can focus on, I don't know, taking days off instead mm -hmm. of. But I mean, fires are always going to happen. But like uh, Davy was saying, it's uh, being able to get people to put out the fires for you. Mm -hmm. Which, in your case, it's being able to allow people to yes, put out exactly. the fires. <laughs> yeah. Are you rated on that water bucket? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's letting someone else. 
I was going to say use your hose, but that sounds really dirty. <laughs> that does. That's not so, so dirty. <laughs> Giving someone else your, your spray foam. Nope, yeah. that also sounds. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. Water bucket. Water bucket. Water bucket. <laughs> this is a show for adults and children. So, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's a um, that's a good good take. So then you as you're working with people, you're kind of identifying ways that you can help them to release more responsibility to other people on the team and basically sharing in the burden of the work absolutely and and we're working on those soft skills so that you can start to experience the transition without the panic okay. right because that that's important that that we're implementing those small small opportunities for allowing um you know the promote from within strategies to allow the employees to really have a chance to shine because as owners oftentimes you know we we interact with our employees but sometimes we never get to discover like they have some amazing firefighting skills and allowing them the opportunity to eat to try or to speak up and maybe say like you know what this is an area where i can help it can, it will, it can blow your mind. You're like, wow, I had no idea. Like, yeah, so-and-so is a great accountant, but I had no idea that they're super, they're super solid on like, um, create, like working within like effective distribution chains within our local area. Like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So if it's, uh -huh. so let's just say that you're working with Corey and I, it's 30 days mm -hmm. at the end of that 30 days, what can we expect in terms of what would be different about our business well what's going to be different about the business is we're starting at the top so when you know when when you draw a traditional corporate model like it looks like the food pyramid and i don't i don't know who decided that like food pyramid or corporate um pyramid that's not the truth we actually take that and we're physically flipping it so that you can see as the owners, you need all that room to run, all that room to run. And that in it, you are able to do the tasks that you need to do, want to do, have to do, and must do. There are levels to that. And then you're engaging with your management team and you're dialing in and, and, and having regular, um, regular a, a new way of relating and communicating. Okay. And, and we, we're redefining, a, a, like I'll use HR and marketing. Like your HR staff is now empowered all of a sudden to have some freedom to do some things like maybe integrate new payroll software, right? Because it's going to save the company money and it's going to save them like a, a bunch of time in filling out forms. Like they might've asked you in the past, but you weren't in, in the headspace or position to really hear them out. And then, so we meet together with the corporate team. We meet together with your management team. Then we meet together with the employees. And then from there, we get everyone together. Within those 30 days, like we've not only worked on, 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 your, on the culture of the business, like a reset but they really know, understand, and resonate with 
your brand mission, your, your brand, uh, your brand values and your goals and outcomes. And they feel like their performance and the things that they do, not only are they empowered to do it, but they are invested in your success because they feel they, they don't not only feel, but they are empowered through this 30 days that we're moving through the, um, the cycle together because they've gotten to experience it. They feel heard. They feel understood. There's, there's a new way of communicating and interacting and, and the results are, you know, you're, you can be guaranteed that you're probably going to be letting at least two to three employees go during the process. Literally there's only two of us. So there's no, well, I, 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 I know, <laughs> I know like that, that's great because, Sorry, Julie. you know, <laughs> <laughs> like you, you don't, you don't have all, you don't have the pyramid problems like, but in your case, your foundations are going to matter a thousand percent. How you build up um, your interaction versus reaction with, within your business and towards each other and how you're looking at and communicating how you're going to be bringing on employees and the roles that they're going to fill is so important because you really, if, when, when you're clear and you're communicating with each other, even when it's not perfect, it's gonna allow you to, to retain the right talent that is gonna fit within your company and, and in the right alignment with, with the both of you so that as you're growing, right? And you're taking on more capacity, those initial employees will become leadership under your own roof. Yeah. So do you, is there a typical size or a size of a business that you like to work with Dr. D? Oh man. Um, yeah. You know what? I, who I, uh, let's see my two favorites are three to 500 employees and five to seven like that, like I have two, two really strange categories. So really small. And then the medium that's moving into the large size corporate C-suite space. Interesting. Um, we're going to have to wrap this up. Okay. We have one last uh, word of wisdom for our listeners. Give yourself permission to say yes. 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 I love it. Thank you so much. Um, can you tell our listeners how they can find you? Oh, I'm, I'm excited. You can uh, catch me on the clubhouse, uh, seven figure sales every single day. Um, Julie, I always get the times messed up. I'm in central standard time. Yeah. So seven figure sales runs at 8 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern, or seven days a week. It's every it's every day of the week, 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so I'm in there every single day. So if you, if you want to connect, come catch me in Clubhouse. Otherwise, uh, feel free to email me at simplydavia at gmail.com and we can set up an appointment. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I so appreciate you. 
Yeah, thank you. And thank you to our listeners. And all yeah. the information will be in our show notes. Yep. And if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us on social media. We're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, the Facebook, and I am also on Clubhouse. And you can reach us on our websites, sbpace.com and bizquickpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, like us, give us a review, let us know what you like, what you don't like. Oh, reach out to us about topics that you want to hear about. You can fill out the form. You can send us an email. Let us know if there's topics you want to hear about. We will bring them to the show. And we should probably tell you, we wrote a book. It's a number one bestseller on Amazon, and it comes with a digital workbook. The book is called Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. I'm glad that you gave the name because you usually forget that. (laughs) (laughs) Or I really get it wrong. (laughs) Uh, So that's it for today's podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Julie. And this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.